trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talking Trash. I'm Rob. And I'm Randy. And this is our podcast where we rate and review trash plates. We're recording in beautiful Rochester, New York, and this week... We're actually reviewing garbage plates from Nick Tahoe's. What, what? So the original and our guest this week is Matt. Hey, guys. What's happening, Matt? What's new? Well, I'm coming off the flu. So this is one of my first outings since being particularly ill. Well, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> it's good that you're getting out of the house and that you're starting to be uh, on the mend. We're glad you can make it. And uh, so, Matt... You know, how about you share your plate story with our our listeners? Sure. So um, I went to college at St. John Fisher, and in my senior year there, I lived in Fairport in the Whitney Ridge Apartments. And uh, one of the nights coming back from East Ave, uh, we made a stop at Fairport Hots, and uh, I think at that time... I was only eating the hash browns and burgers. Um, it wasn't until later that I mixed in the, the mac salad. Um, but uh, I don't really even recall my first plate. I just know that that's where it happened. Nice, nice. And we, we recently reviewed their, their trash plates and mm-hmm. uh, pretty, pretty good. Some of you were rough. kinder than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were kind of all over the place on that one. There was no consensus, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, so we're going to just start with the ketchup. So, Randy, what's new, man? Um, not much. Rob and I just got back from Montana going to Big Sky skiing. It was an awesome trip. Um, not sure. Do you have any stories you'd like to share, Rob, from the trip? We skied. Um, the flu struck there as well. Not Randy or myself, but one of our friends was uh, was very ill and was unable to really snowboard the whole trip, which was a huge bummer. But, um, you know, tis the season, I guess. And I guess we'll give an early plug to the flu shot. Did she have a flu shot? She did no. not. I did have a flu shot. Whoa. First time I got one in 35 years. Wow. And you got the and flu. And I got the flu. Was it flu A or flu B? I don't know. No. How many flu letters are there? I don't know. I didn't know there were any letters until I've, she said she had a flu A. I've heard that whatever whatever mixture they created this time around was the wrong mixture. Like it doesn't it didn't cover the, this particular strain oh, that's really? out and about. Yeah. So like, if you got the flu shot, chances are you were not really protected from the flu. All right. Guess we'll begin the flu, Rob. <laughs> good to know. Uh, I don't know what the incubation period is, but I think we might be safe. I'm still feeling pretty good right now. So. Yeah, yes. as of right now, I feel like it's a total scam. You know, first time. I would too if I was you, to be honest. Big big flu yeah. is out there making cash off of these uh, vaccines that aren't doing anything, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm also an anti-vaxxer. So Are you? We can talk about okay. that if you guys <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. <laughs> Matt is kidding, uh, I hope. Uh, so, yeah, it was an awesome trip. Uh, the weather was great. You know, the, the sky was big, as they said. The skiing was awesome, so... Highly recommend it. Randy had a good time? Yeah, great time. Um, there was, I think there's one story we can share from the trip. You want to 
Take this one, Rob. I don't know what story you're referring to. About the kid. <laughs> that was kind of funny. So <laughs> there's this there's this little kid with like just ears poking out. He just kind of was like a goofy looking kid. And we saw him early in the trip wearing this big sweatshirt that had the entire map of the mountain on it. And, you know, we complimented his sweatshirt. He's just this goofy, funny kid. And I, we just kept encountering him like throughout the hotel, throughout the whole week we were there. We just kept seeing this kid. And so our last night there, we went to the to hang. We, were, we ordered some pizza from a little pizza shop, and we're waiting for it to be made. So we went back to the hotel, and we're sitting in front of this this uh, fireplace. And we found beneath one of the cushions on one of the, like the big overstuffed chairs, there's this like stash of candy and Doritos, and like loose Doritos. So no, <laughs> it was one bag of Doritos, two bags of Mike and Ikes, a bag of Skittles. A bag of peanut M&M's. And there were these two guys sitting on this the other couch. And they're like, oh, yeah, those have been there forever. We've been here for quite a while. That They're fair game, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're like, whatever. And so the one guy's like, yeah, toss me the Doritos. So I'm like, ah, right, whatever. So I tossed this guy the Doritos. And his friend got the M&M's. And so I just put the rest of the snacks on the table next to me because I didn't really want any of them. And I felt a little bit bad. And, of course, right after those guys finished eating their food, that same kid came up and he's like, somebody stole my food. Somebody, where are my Doritos? Somebody stole my Doritos. And, and Rob was sitting in the chair they were. So, of course, <laughs> he's looking, like, right at Rob. And Rob's like, I don't know. This is all that was here when uh, when I came here. And he was freaking out. He was freaking out. And then, meanwhile, all four adults in that little area <laughs> knew exactly what happened. I mean, the guy who ate the Doritos had the bag of Doritos like in a plastic bag at his feet and the kid just didn't spot him but you could tell the kid was suspicious that makes me think of the movie Heavyweights have you guys seen that? <laughs> no I have seen that but I don't it's, remember what it's, it it's, a, it's, a, it's about a fat camp and there's a scene where uh, Ben Stiller's character is like the, the guy who's supposed to whip all these chubby kids into shape and he's in one of their their dorm areas and he is walking around discovering all of their candy stashes yeah uh that was the first thing i thought of when you (laughs) talked about a a cushion stash of garbage it was it was kind of funny because part of me is thinking like nobody really stole your food kid like you just left your food out and someone just ate it like you it wasn't taken from your room it was taken from a common area Underneath the cushion, like somebody was going to squish those chips. Did you not ask why he was squirreling away food in a a, a, a common area seat cushion? I was too busy trying not to laugh because it, it was, was hard not so to laugh because we all knew he kept was. wandering around the area. He's hard. looking everywhere for the Doritos. They, we know the Doritos bag is right under the guy's feet who took the Doritos. So then that guy gets up when the kid leaves. To go throw out the Doritos, and he says, "I got to throw away the evidence." And the kid came back in as he was doing it and saw him throwing. Is anybody a little concerned about what this kid's home life is like? <laughs> that he, where he feels like he has to hide food. I was more concerned. Who's going to let a kid get that much candy? Like that's a lot of candy for one kid. My theory was that the, the rest, like the restaurant at the hotel, was like right, right adjacent to that. So I think he. Got a bunch of snacks, and his parents were like, you can't have these snacks. We're going to the restaurant, put them somewhere, and he just hid them while they went to dinner for like an hour or so at a sit-down restaurant. Um, the, the other funniest part, though, was that when we got the pizza, as we're walking back into the building, 
he is at the vending machine buying more Doritos for the, to replace the missing ones. Oh, that was, <laughs> it was so funny. That kid was, oh, it, it was like out of a movie. It was so ridiculous. I probably could have spent a lot of time just watching that kid. Just just following him around. <laughs> yeah, I met him the previous day when I was I was trying to get popcorn out of this popcorn machine and it was out. He's like, should have made more popcorn, man. I'm like, yeah, this kid's this kid knows what's up. And loves snacks. And he this kid loves to snack. <laughs> Maybe he has a snack podcast. <laughs> snack pod. Yeah, Talking talk snack. snacks. Talking snacks. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, so that was the I think the funniest trip from or funniest story from the trip and uh yeah, we went did, to the. Did you guys find anything like a trash plate, or did you look for anything like a trash plate? There was one food story where one of our friends who was with us, Kaylee, bought a fifteen dollars grilled cheese. No one believed her that it was fifteen dollars, and then she made us go back to that one eating area like at night, which was closed. But we had to like we could like look over like the closed wall thing and peek at the menu, and she did prove that her grilled cheese was 15 bucks which was what made it so unbelievable was rob and i both got double burgers and they were 13 dollars. yeah 13 something and somehow her grilled cheese was 15 dollars. kind of cheese was in that actually there was four different types yeah pimento there was a lot of different kinds of cheeses but still not worth it i don't think it doesn't seem worth it no but uh, let's use this as a transition to talk about nick tahoe's which was our restaurant for today so you guys, what, what's your experience with Tahoe's? You guys have been there probably a few times, right? Never. Oh, this is your first. I'm a first timer. Rain man. I'd never gone. Was that was that fake surprise? Didn't Matt tell us that while we were there? <laughs> Shh. <laughs> nope. Okay. This was news to me. <laughs> um, no, I've been there a few times before, um, and I'd say this experience was exactly the same as when I've gone before. So was it? It's a typical experience. So I guess there are other, I've been to the other location, which I think is in Gates, it sounded like. Um, but So I've never actually been to this particular location. Do you want to give a brief history of Tahoe's? Because this is the main trash plate or garbage, garbage plate. plate. We can actually say garbage plate this time. Garbage plate. All right, go I ahead, mean, Rob. I don't... Oh, crap. Refer back to three episodes ago when I read an article that gave the history and I forgot everything from the article. Wasn't it originally for, like, workers and it used to have beans? Yeah. And... That was that. Seems like this could have been some research that was done prior to the so, recording of the episode. And and I did, um, I, I have it up here. So in 1918, Alexander Tahoe opened a restaurant in Rochester called Hots and Potatoes. On the menu was a dish that included just about everything the kitchen could cook. Meat and potatoes with a few other things thrown in to make a one-plate meal that would really stick to your ribs. Alexander's son, Nick, took over the restaurant operations, updated the name to Garbage Plate. Legend has it that long ago, college students asked Nick Tahoe for a dish with all the garbage on it. So he concocted his original combo plate with two hamburger patties and a choice of two sides, usually some combination of home fries, mac salad, and beans. The contents are often laced heavily with ketchup and hot sauce. I don't know if I'd use the word laced there to describe that. Um, And mixed together before eating, rolls and white bread are served on the side. So by the 1980s, the place was a huge hit. And it was dubbed the garbage plate. In 1992, the name was trademarked. Okay. Trademark. Yeah. Um, I will say when I ordered my... So I wore... I have a Nick Tahoe shirt I got for um, a holiday. 
at one point and I wore it in there and the girl looked at me and she said, you know what you want? I said, yes. She's like, you better because you're wearing our shirt. So I said, hamburger, plate, um, mac, salad, home fries, and ketchup and hot sauce. And she gave me this look um, like she wanted to beat me up because I didn't order mustard on it. And I knew what she was looking at, so I said, I know, no mustard. And she just looked at me very disappointed. Yeah, well, if you had ordered mustard as I wanted on my plate, you would have just been given a bunch of mustard packets. Oh. I asked for the works, and they didn't give me, I didn't get mustard on mine either. And I didn't get mustard packets either. I ordered the same way, not having ever gone to this place, trusting you knew what you were doing and what what we got. Did not look like the works. Why would you trust that I know what we're doing? Well, I don't know. You have a podcast about garbage <laughs> words. Well, yeah, okay. Touche. Fair, fair assessment. Um, okay, so what we've discussed is, so you ordered the works, you got packets of mustard. You ordered the works, the works no mustard. I said no mustard, and mine was covered in mustard. So it doesn't really matter how you order it, I guess. You didn't have mustard, did you? No, I was just joking. I didn't have mustard on mine. <laughs> But yeah, so I guess that's that's part of actually that's part of my plate story is when I used to go to IHOTS and order plates, they never got the order right. So I guess this is just something that Standard. you got to expect from a plates place. So should we start by uh, describing the interior of the restaurant? Sure. So Matt, what do you I, think? I, I think it's a place that I would want to spend as little time as possible in. <laughs> I I find I find uh, marks. To be a more hospitable atmosphere than Nick Tahoe's. I will give marks that they have a much better variety of plants that look like real plants than Tahoe's, which had one weird bushy, viney thing that looked like part of a giant bird's nest of like a prehistoric bird stuck in a garbage can. It might it might be a strategic move, but it's it's decorated in a way that it seems like they they don't want you spending time in there. Like, they want you to move on. That's true. I did feel the same way. The booths were fairly comfortable. I mean, except you got to step over. I mean, a booth is a booth, but... Yeah. They had some interesting pictures on the wall. Did you see the one frame picture of about 50 kids' faces, and that was it? No description, nothing else? They just looked like a bunch of, like, the, like... Baseball cards made yeah. from a, uh, a an elementary school, kind kind of like something that you might find in like a pedophile's basement. Yes, perhaps. <laughs> they definitely didn't put any thought into decorating that place. I think it was like just one thing at a time. But there was no, there wasn't even context to the children's mm-hmm. photos. Like it wasn't like you know Greece High School, nineteen eighty two, or anything yeah. like that. They're yeah. just like kids like they might be missing they they, they may be i i don't know we, who knows who these kids are maybe they're creating a mystery which i kind of like why why are you choosing to decorate your restaurant with little little kids uh mug shots school photos it's a it's a conversation starter look at it we're, we're talking about it right now <laughs> literally started a conversation I also noticed they had a sign for a special plate, chicken finger plate, um, that I was tempted to get, but I think we had to go with the classic today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I, there was a lot of college kid age kids there, it seemed yeah. like. So I think this is like a spot that those type of kids go. I saw a coworker there. Oh, yeah. You were there. Hey, Linda. What's up? 
It's, definitely not hear this. I was there was way more people in there than I expected to be there, especially at this time of day. Which it, was, uh, what, I don't know what time is it. It was lunchtime. Noon. Lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> it was right at noon on a weekend. Yeah, so noon o'clock. Uh, and uh, I, you know, like that's the type of place you expect. Uh, you traditionally go to late at night after mm-hmm. you know some some activities, uh, drinking, yeah. and there were. I, I I was thinking it was going to be empty. There were a lot of people in there. Uh, which is also weird because it's not in a great area. It's it's not like easy to get to. No. Mm-hmm. There were people taking selfies there too. So it, you know, I'd agree with Randy. It's like that college. You know, you're in college. You've got to go to the original home of the garbage plate, and uh, it's so, probably become more of like a destination. Yeah. Like a you know, it's a, a sort of a pilgrimage to Nick Tahoe's to have the. A garbage plate. Yeah, there's not much else around there. It's not like you're driving around that area doing other things and saying, "Oh, we should stop in for a garbage plate here." So, and I don't want to spoil anything coming later, but I think you could um, forego the pilgrimage. I I don't think there's any reason. Whoa, we're not rating it yet, man. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not giving a rating. I just think that I I would not. I would not recommend that somebody go out of their way to get a plate at Nick Tahoe's. Looks like we already did the rating. That's, uh, that, time hey, for the plugs? No, that's not a rating. I, I think that now you might be surprised by my rating. But... Ooh. All right, let's go into the plate then, I guess. Oh, we didn't talk about the bathroom. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I made sure that Rob took a peek <laughs> in there. It was disgusting. Uh, one of the urinals, or both of the urinals maybe, had just plastic over them. They weren't operable. Somebody had recently used the toilet in there, if you know what I'm saying. It was pretty gross. Nope. I, I saw two people who I saw two people who came out of there, and neither one of them would I have wanted to go in after. It was it was rough. Um, not a bathroom you'd want to use, I would say. Mm-hmm. Then again, I wouldn't go there just to use their bathroom. I guess in a pinch you could pinch one off. You know what I'm saying? I, Get it? I, I, I do know what you're <laughs> yep. saying. Uh, awesome joke. Okay, let's uh, let's get to. So let's get to the rating system. Matt, you've been one of our most vocal critics of our rating system. So so tell us your thoughts. Well, I think that's a little unfair because I think everybody's been a little <laughs> critical of the rating system, including both hosts of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I felt that uh, one of uh, previous guests, Andy, uh, Andy, no last name because we don't do last names on this podcast. <laughs> we do not. Um, he, he made the... the, the he said that a lot of plates can taste very similar, which I agree with because you know you're 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 dealing with with uh, ingredients that there don't tend to be a lot of variety to. Um, so I think that a rating you should have a rating system that accounts for the nuances of garbage plates. And I made the suggestion that since you guys are both in uh in teaching um that it would make a lot of sense to have a letter grade uh rating system because you've got pluses you've got minuses you know f through a there's a lot that you can do in terms of uh you know uh grading a plate um and it also allows you to account for some of the things that aren't uh, that aren't included in the plate like so the actual well this is maybe a question um 
Do you guys feel like it's best to rate the plate just for the plate? Or do you got to take into account, like we were talking about, the environment that you're in when you're eating it? You know, bread has been a real big issue. Uh, you know, so, I mean, because the plate, if you just take that, in a, you know, on its own, you could give that a, a rating that's much different than you know, the, 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 the place that you're getting it. Randy, what do you think? I've really just been rating the plate. I haven't really taken into account where you're going. I think it's, I think our idea was we kind of give the listeners an idea of what mm-hmm. the place is like, um, in case you want to eat there or if you're taking out, but yeah, I've just been thinking about the plate as itself. And then obviously the bread. So the bread goes both ways. I've heard people say, why do you care about the bread so much? Um, I didn't even know it came with bread sometimes. Two, the bread is a necessity for the plate. And if you don't talk about the bread, then I don't even think your podcast is legit. So I think my personal opinion, I think the bread is important. Um, I always want bread. I always get the bread uh, if it comes with it. So and I always eat the bread. So I'm I'm going to include the bread as part team of my bread. rating system. Yeah, I'm, I'm team bread, too. I mean, it's part of the tradition, you know, and, and so part of this podcast is rating a traditional food and if one of the elements is not there then it's a total failure of a, a plate i think i i i agree uh just kidding about the total failure part but i think it does work in <laughs> slightly into the score <laughs> but i also agree with matt's uh critique about the nuances part of me thinks maybe like a 10 point scale and with like maybe half points allowed because then you could take all three or four bests and then average them and get just a number score so we could actually post that somewhere almost like a rotten tomato score kind of a thing what do you think ran yeah a plato meter a plato i think i mean i think if you went back to episode one you'd see that this was my idea all along but you know it's not a big deal if we wait everybody everybody pause the podcast here go back to episode one (laughs) hey i'm randy i don't like a number score Hey. hey, I'm Rob. I wanted to eat two garbage plates today. <laughs> that was actually true. Rob was going to eat a second plate from Nick Tahoe's. I could, I could eat a second plate right now. <laughs> I'm ready for it. It was not well. Let's get. So let's get. So what do you guys think about the score? Do you want to do a ten point score? Ten point done. Okay, with half points allowed. Sure. Okay. Cool. So let's uh, state and start to rate and describe our plates and, and our thoughts about each of the different elements. We're going to do them, though, each one of us will describe all of the elements instead of doing one element each, because that is really obnoxious. So Matt is our guest. What uh, yeah, do you think? I like that a lot because my plate style is to mix up everything. I want a little bit of everything in a single bite. Um, so that makes it really hard for me to judge the ingredients on their own mm-hmm. um, but I did make an attempt for uh, for, for specifically to talk about this and um, I, I I thought that the home fries are exactly what I want out of uh, garbage plates home fries like they're the kind of cube shape they're crispy um, you know like they're not too big they're not too small perfect for forking uh, yeah I I I thought that the and um, I'm not I'm not a I'm not great with with Mac salad as far as um, knowing what's good and what's bad. Um, a lot of it is because of my plate style, just mixing everything together. But Mac salad and one of you can jump in is did it feel like 
it was it was kind of dry like like you know like there it didn't feel like that there was a lot of like the mayo like the whatever type of like uh creaminess that there usually is to max salad it, it felt like to be lacking that I liked the consistency, okay. but I think it was kind of bland. I don't yes. know if that's what you're going with. I think that that is It needs salt. Yeah. Yeah. It just needed salt. Like, I feel like, I feel like they, they boiled the noodles in just plain water instead of salted water like you should when you boil pasta. So, I, I, I mean, like, I think that the, the, the mac salad that I've had in other plates that where I've enjoyed it is, like, there was more of, like, a, you know, like, more of the mayo was, like, present or, like, <laughs> that just, like, that creaminess to it um so but you know because i mix everything together it wasn't like a huge deal so you know i got over that i thought that the burgers were cooked pretty well um they were really easy to cut through so um that tells me that they didn't you know overcook them um uh my big one of my biggest issue with the plates uh well um we, we kind of i feel like we kind of talked about the the mustard a little bit i i didn't like that there was a um, you know, the, 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 the self-serve ketchup. Um, I also didn't like that it was the pump one. I want to be able to like squeeze it on, mm -hmm. um, you know, the pumping makes it hard for the distribution. Um, yeah, which, I mean, I guess you could do, uh, at your seat, but, um, so there was that, but then, you know, mustard packets, what, what is, what is going on with this? <laughs> so wasteful, right? Wait, it's, it's, wasteful it's annoying like I, I can only like if i were there after a night of drinking and i had to deal with that i might have a meltdown <laughs> uh, i would be very unhappy um it, it would probably get me kicked out of the place because i would probably start to get a little raucous yeah. about how difficult it was to open them to like get it on to the plate i'd make a mess for sure i did today and i had all of my faculties uh well so, most of them i mean you're coming off of an illness that's so, true yeah. that's true i am maybe a little inhibited because of illness but i i just think like if you're if you're claiming you know well they're not claiming they are home of the garbage plate you know dude, that's a that's a pretty basic ingredient or element and like the, they're not doing it well so i i don't know that some people don't do mustard on their plate anyway so this might be a mood issue for a lot of people but um i i am a ketchup and mustard guy mm -hmm. uh and then the last the last piece of it that i'll mention is the um the meat sauce i i didn't think there's anything special about the meat sauce at all like it it was um it just felt really kind of like grainy on the plate. Um, uh, it it was maybe too much meat, not enough sauce, uh, and it didn't it didn't it didn't add anything to the plate for me. Like there was no like tang, uh, you know, like there was no like spiciness that, that I think a good meat sauce will normally give. So um, you know, I as far as the meat sauce goes, I I just felt like. That, that was probably the weakest part of the play for me. Okay. Randy, would you like to go or do you want me to go next? Uh, I can go. Um, so let's talk back about the mustard. Um, I'm wearing a Rochester Red Wings plate hat. And as you can see, 
um, on the top people is... people can't see, but as Matt and I can as see. As you and Matt can see, <laughs> um, there is mustard written in R. So it is yeah. it is like the part of the classic plate. And that's when she looked at me like that, I was an orange mustard. I don't like mustard, but I do respect the opinion that, yeah, if you're going to do mustard and it's, you're the home of the garbage plate, you got to do it right. Yeah, and I wish I saw her do that because I, after, after you know, having to go up and ask for mustard, I, I may have given her a little piece of my mind. <laughs> yeah. We, um, I also thought there weren't cups for ketchup. So same thing. Like if you had just little cups for ketchup, I could have, you know, put a little bit more on my plate. Um, I, I think my first reaction was it was smaller than any of the other plates we've had. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely could see the actual paper plate where usually on the plates you can't see it except for the edge around the rim. But for this one, I mean, the home fries didn't fill it up. The max salad didn't fill it up. Um, taste wise this is the home of the garbage plate i mean this is the one this is probably the episode people were really wanting to hear us talk about i gotta say it was better than the last time i went um max salad was a little bland like i said but i i kind of like the consistency i thought the noodles were cooked well um the hamburgers were thin and you could cut them with a plastic fork i think that's what you want in a garbage plate uh the home fries i thought were perfect i thought they were the perfect cook uh they were crispy like matt said um and the meat sauce so i took some meat sauce by itself just to taste it and maybe this is because we've done so many plates at this point i like the meat sauce mm -hmm. i thought it wasn't too salty i thought it did have some taste to it yeah um and i'm just comparing it to the other places we've gone it's one of the better meat sauces that we've had um altogether it really is a classic plate like at this point i don't know if i would have said it after the last time i went to tahoe's but now i would say if you're going to come and get a classic plate tahoe's is definitely i think one of the places to go is it the best plate you'll just have to wait and find out when i do my rating <laughs> so um i would agree with pretty much everything randy said i thought the meat sauce had really great flavor my biggest critique was there wasn't enough of it uh, you know, it just seemed like very, it was just kind of sparse in the plate. I would have, I would have preferred to have twice as much meat sauce as I was given. I agree with both of you guys about the amount. I, I, I was, I was actually kind of taken aback by how small the plate was. I was thinking like, Hey, this is, you know, first time this is Nick Tahoe's like, I'm about to get a real treat here. And, and then I was kind of like, wait, that's it <laughs> to be, but to be fair, Sometimes, most of the time, I feel kind of sick after eating yeah, a plate. I feel great. I, feel I want pretty to feel good. sick. I feel pretty good right now. I feel like that's part of it. it that's is. like the mustard. You're yeah. supposed to feel bad. Okay. Coming from somebody who rarely finishes his garbage plate, I was ready to order a second plate. And I could have easily eaten a full second plate. Maybe. I definitely could have eaten a second plate. Probably but not. I do agree that I kind of like, well, you know, eating garbage plates as often as rainy and I do. It is kind of nice to have a plate that doesn't make you sick for the day. Rob, I was a little surprised that you didn't have a smoothie before you had this plate. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? I, I thought, hey, got to gear up. Gotta this gear is up the one plate. time you probably should have. I, well, in retrospect, I, I know that. <laughs> um, I, and I agreed with, with Randy on the pasta salad. I wrote bland, weak spot. I, th I wrote the home fries were a, an all-star of the meal. It was, it was greasy as heck. Crispy, golden brown. They were the best home fries I've had maybe ever in my life. The meat sauce was kind of greasy too. Like there was definitely yeah. a little bit of pool. Not as much as Fairport, but definitely Pretty a little central. bit of grease. But not not bad amount of grease. I think a good no. amount. I wrote the burgers were strong. I would agree mm -hmm. that they were not overcooked. They were like kind of a medium rare if you could mm -hmm. really do that with those really thin patties. <laughs> so those were delicious. 
I wrote the plate was small. The bread was amazing. Oh, I was going to say, I, I wanted to do the bread separate because oh, the bread okay. was the best the bread. bread can, so yeah, we should talk about the bread. It's as like a that Costanza's roll. Like almost it's, is it Costanza's or is that a buffalo thing? But it's like that type of roll that's like really dense, delicious, soft. Two slices of bread and two butter packets. So more than enough butter for each slice. For it a butter was, hound like me, yeah. that was that made my day. And the plate, so this was one of the first plates I was able to actually mop up some of the actual leftover plate, like some of the meat sauce and whatever else is left with the bread and the butter. It was delicious. And, and that's why I think it made me wish that, you know, we had more plate because, yeah. you know, that bread was so good that I wanted to be able to sop up more stuff. Yeah, agreed. Definitely yeah. agreed. Um, what I did notice, we didn't talk about how quickly the plates came out. I ordered my plate oh my and gosh. it was in front of me in less than five seconds. <laughs> so a, yeah. I don't know if that's just a Saturday because I looked and they had all their burgers and cheeseburgers ready to go. Um, and they just had to throw it on there because they knew they'd be busy. But I mean, that's great business right there, I think. And yeah. It was hot. It wasn't like an old plate that they just had waiting. No. So it was, it was awesome. Um, definitely characters working there though, right? Um, <laughs> I guess what you picture to be working in Nick Tahoe is they were working there. Yeah. So a little, you know. I feel good. like that those, that's the type of thing, you know, when, you know, cause tr- traditionally or well, for me, like I'm getting a plate at a time when I'm, I'm not at my clearest. And so like the, those, like the people that you're, you're being served by are the, they, they kind of like fade into the background. You don't really mm-hmm. notice them. So to, to see people like, you know, the people working there with clear eyes is like a whole, it's, a, it's like a, it, it brings a whole new dimension to getting a garbage plate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so should we rate them? Let's rate them. All right. Um, you want to go first, Rob? The new system? I'll go first with the new system out of 10 points. Um, I'm going to give it a nine and a half. I thought the meat sauce, if they had given me more meat sauce, and it was between a nine and a nine and a half, but really everything but the sparseness of the meat sauce and the blandness of the Mac salad, that's really my only critique. I thought everything else was solid. So nine and a half, Matt. Wow. That feels really high. Um, We've had some pretty bad plates. I, apparently, <laughs> I, I feel maybe like I, I, I should have. Don't uh, let us sway, man. I feel like it's your. In, I should have had all of the plates that you guys have already tasted leading up to... Every other to, guest has done that. They went back and eaten every single one consecutively. I, I probably should have because, you know, you really... Uh, it was really surprising to hear the way, the way you talked about the, the meat sauce because, you know, like I just... I mean, for me, there wasn't anything all that special about it, but I agree with you on like everything else. Um, I think that... The one thing that I was thinking as I was having this plate was like, this tastes like a lot of plates that I've had before. Like, it wasn't, there wasn't anything for me, um, you know, not having had, I can't even remember when I had my last plate. So you kind of agree with Andy where plates are all. Uh, I, I think that they do kind of blend together. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I, I mean, I, 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 I couldn't have agreed with him more in that moment. I do, th- I do think that uh, they do tend to taste the same. And, and, and this one, you know, uh, not having the type of experience that you guys have, like um, there, there wasn't a lot of – the bread actually probably stood out the most for me because of how – I'm so used to the bread being this kind of like thin, 
stale like afterthought yeah, yeah like, like it's like, like they just have a bunch that are wrapped up somewhere under the, the under the counter and they get you know if you ask they'll give it to you and you know who knows how how old it is but um so you know overall i you know like i felt like it was it was good i you know i i ate it all and i enjoyed it uh i i thought it was uh i i'd give it uh i'd give it a seven five Oh, okay. Fair I, enough. I mean, I, th- I, I th- and I think I would have a hard time really giving many plates. Uh, I, th- I feel like that that's kind of the score that I would give most plates. Like mm-hmm. it would have to be truly. I think that the things that would drive my score down, which I know that we're not really taking into account, are like some of the um, the extras, like the atmosphere and uh, you know um, the the service, and the, those are the things that I think would really drive it down because I think that most places do the things that need to be done, you know, well enough. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. That makes sense. What do, you, what do you got, Randy? Um, <laughs> you made me think a, of something. There's a pregnant pause there as Randy was getting ready to give his I, score. So I think before coming into this, I was thinking it was going to be, if I can compare it to Buffalo with um, the Anchor Bar and Duff's maybe. Yeah. And how the Anchor Bar was the original, but most people I talked to like Duff's better. Duff's is way better, yeah. Um, I kind of felt that way how Nick Tahoe's was the original, but there's a few places out there that definitely do it better than Nick Tahoe's. I would also say if we hadn't eaten so many plates at this point, I'd probably agree with Matt that this might be around a 7.5. If this was our first plate, mm-hmm. maybe rated a 7.5. Now that we've eaten so many, though, this is definitely one of the better plates. I got I wasn't anti-Nick Tahoe's before, but I wasn't like they're one of the better ones. I think at this point they are. If I was going to tell somebody who came into town try a plate, I'd say you know Nick Tahoe's is definitely a spot to go to. Um, so for me, this is definitely somewhere between a save it for later and a clean plate. Oh, come on, Randy. What? <laughs> what? We're using the new scale, man. <laughs> oh, new scale. Okay. Um, this would be, oh man, between a nine, I'd say a nine, nine maybe. It's yeah. hard for me to go higher than a nine. Um, I'd say I definitely wanted more stuff on the plate, um, more plate on the plate, I guess. I, I, I'm going to, I got to revise my score and drop it to a nine. That pasta salad was really yeah. Bland. I think like, the giving pasta it a nine point five. I mean, like literally, just some salt would have brought it to a nine and a half. But it just was straight up yeah. bland and and not. It almost felt like it was overcooked too. It was a little too soft. I think. And not enough plate. Yeah. I want more plate. See, I thought it was perfect consistency, but I, I would the size was enough. Yeah, I think. But when you got and I say this in every podcast, when you get the home fry with the hamburger with the meat sauce, the ketchup, and the mac salad all in one bite. I mean, it is a very tasty plate. Like, mm-hmm. This plate is really good. Um, and there, and they didn't put, like we said, they didn't fill up the plate. But, I mean, it's leaving us all wanting more. So, I mean, it is a good plate. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I'd give it a 9. Mm-hmm. I keep coming back to Bill Gray's because they were one of, I think, the better plates. Um, and I'm wondering if we do some type of all-star plate at the end of this season where we say where what components would we pick from different places to make one plate i think this one would definitely have some components meat sauce would be up there and home fries i think it would be interesting if 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 you were to take if you were to get a plate from you know like maybe you know what you just said like the like an all-star kind of matchup you take like some of the the best ones and you know kind of like go 
maybe like a blind taste test or something yeah. where like you, you take a bite from each one that has like all of the pieces. Cause, cause I, I think that, you know, not to belabor the point, but you know, how these all taste sort of the same. It's really hard to judge them when there's so much time in between them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you were to take a bite one right after another, after another, you, I think you could start to like appreciate some of those nuances that, mm -hmm. that make one rise above the other. We were talking about doing that with the meat sauce, definitely. And yeah. Trying the different ones like that, but I think that's a good idea. Um, but yeah, overall, this is definitely one of the, the best ones, the better ones we've had. So, so on the Play-Doh meter, the composite score is an 8.5 between our, our three. So we're going to start to now be able to give number scores to have some sort of comparable system. Man, if only somebody had thought of this beforehand. <laughs> well, you know, hindsight's uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, is that what they so. say? Yeah, I think they do say that. Some people have said that. I've heard it. Um, we're also going to do, in the future, we're going to do a, a mini-sode where Randy and I are going to come on and maybe have a couple guests where we're going to actually go back and convert our old, the old apps um, to the new scoring system and, and actually like post those somewhere online. So we're going to go back to our old guests, get number scores from them, and hopefully everyone has enough memory to remember what uh, kind of what we would give it out of a number score. Most of mine were number scores, so that'll be easy for me. Yeah, they're really weird number scores, though. Uh, right. Out of 672 <laughs> yes. and a half points, I would give this. <laughs> so, okay, that was Nick Tahoe's. Let's, uh, let's go through and give some plugs. So, uh, Matt, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Any product, any film, any show, anything, really? Um, yeah, weirdly, Concepts. I actually do have something to plug. Uh, a coworker of mine uh, and, and I are um, uh, undertaking what we're calling Arch Madness, where we are going to uh, be pitting various celebrities and well-known people against each other uh, in terms of their eyebrows, March Madness style, <laughs> Okay. to find uh, who has the, uh, the best brow game. Mm. Um, and we're doing this through uh, an Instagram account that we, we're calling Head-to-Head uh, -head Madness uh, with uh, the numeral two. Oh, okay. Uh, and... Um, you know, this will, uh, we're, we're working on it now. Well, we're hoping to have it, uh, you know, ready so it'll follow along with uh, actual March Madness. Will you have enough people to, like, represent the number of teams so that are in March Madness? We will not have that many, <laughs> that many people. I think that we have a 30, a 32 brow bracket. Um, and uh, they, uh, we've uh, created regions um that uh it's been a while since i've looked at the list but um we did tv and film we did uh sports we did um entertainment um which is a little bit different than tv film and then we did um uh, world in office um so that's like uh international figures and politicians okay and characters from the office <laughs> well <laughs> Uh, no, no characters from the office uh, made the bracket. Uh, oh. Not, 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 not any remarkable brows on that show. But um, this is this is being done by people who have no real expertise in eyebrows. Just people who have opinions. Um, this is far from definitive. 
<laughs> who decides and, who wins each round? You and your your buddy, or so the way um, uh, it's uh, the way that we're doing it is um, the 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 two of us um, will be rating each person each person um, on uh, four different criteria, and then there will be a uh, and you'll get a, a amount of points for that for for the four, and then. The uh, X factor will be we will ask um, our social networks to uh, vote, cast their vote, and the the winner of that will get like ec the the extra points. So they will. That's how we'll determine who moves forward. So there will be some, uh, uh, part, uh, I guess. Uh, interactive yeah it'll there will be an interactive uh component to it where people that we know and who are aware of this will have a opportunity to weigh in did did you come up with the name arch madness first and figure out what you wanted to do for it or did you um, come out with the eyebrow first and then was like oh we could name it arch madness it was it was eyebrow first i really wish i could say what what uh precipitate you know how this kind of came about um, but uh, my uh, uh, my friend uh, Joanna, she actually came up with Arch Madness. Um, but we've already uh, decided that we want, you know, this is going to, we called it Head to Head Madness because we want to continue this. You know, we were talking about um, maybe doing something with mustaches down the road. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, basically pitting people uh, against each other on... Um, you know, on uh, characteristics from the, the, the neck up, hence head-to-head <laughs> okay. -head madness. Well, I thought you were going to do, like, foot arches, and then I think you'd get quite a different crowd of people following you oh, on yeah. social media. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, uh, you know, so that would not, it just doesn't fit with head-to-head, -head, so that would have to be a whole different uh, type of uh, bracketology. Mm, that's, yeah. that's uh, That makes sense. Uh, Randy, do you have any plugs? Yeah, I'd like to plug the new rating system because I came up with it before episode one, but I guess it took us this long to uh, adapt it. Um, Rob, any plugs? I'm plugging going to the planning session that me, Andy, and Pat went to that Randy chose to skip in which we decided what the rating system was. And But I actually have a real plug. And it's going to be winter sports activities and just outdoor winter activities in general because... You know, in in Rochester, it's nasty out, it's cold, it's wintry, but, you know, you run into a lot of people who just constantly complain about it, and they're like, they're holed up all winter, they're not really doing anything, they're always inside, and I just, I think you should, you need to embrace the, the, the cold and, and get out there and ski and snowshoe and, you know, do whatever, go on jogs, go on hikes, you know. It feels a little late in the game for a winter activity plug. I mean, we're coming this is up for next, March. This is for next winter. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, but you know what, though? If people want to get into skiing, now's the time to get some cheap gear for next oh. winter. So, you know, Randy and I ski and, and play hockey, and we, I, I think uh, it's, winter's an awesome time if you, if you find some cool things to do during the winter, so. Hot tip on the ski gear. Yeah, now's the time. And maybe not for so for hockey gear, but definitely for ski and snowboard gear. Yeah, I think now's the time to buy anything winter. Yeah, you know? like for sure. most people are trying to offload their stuff. Yeah, Costco had golf balls for sale the other day. So I'll also plug the Costco golf balls. They're pretty good. Hey, now there's a place that needs a good plug. <laughs> yep, not many people know about this place. It's <laughs> called Costco. It's awesome. 
So, so I, Randy, do you have any other plugs besides the rating system? No. Like you, not don't even have like, a, you don't have a real plug? Not nothing. even like the ski company that we booked our tour through that you've been raving about? No. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all we've got for so this So we week. booked our tour through uh, <laughs> Ski TDS, which is, stands for Ski Tour de Sport. Um, sounded like a fake website, and we decided to just go with it. And um, the person who we went with, she was awesome, travel agent Alyssa, and set everything up great. So. And she's an avid listener of this podcast, so I'm sure she'll hear that. <laughs> we should send her a link. <laughs> yeah. I we will should. send her a link in the thank you email, actually, and see if uh, see what she thinks. And include it when you when you actually, if you rate them on their website. Include a, <laughs> include a link to this podcast. How? But how do I rate them? Ooh. What rating oh, system man. should I use? Um, out of snowflakes? Out of snow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ten well, snowflakes. Ten. All right, perfect. Okay, that's all we've got time for. We'll we'll see you next week. When we rate do... uh, the place that used to be called Cronies, but they renamed it to something else in Spencerport, New York. Okay, sounds good.